Hey, so I'm Andy. I'm AJ. And I'm Tanil. And we are surviving adulthood. Uh, y'all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> We're so excited today. Um, Thank you guys for all joining us for another episode. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about change. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, change can affect me in many different ways. Sometimes it makes me frustrated. Sometimes it pushes me to be greater. Sometimes I'm just like super irritated or stuck. Um, But just to have a little background, change can be defined as the act or instance of making or becoming um, different. Change is inevitable. And like I said, it pushes to either grow or it could push you to you know, be stagnant, um, depending on what type of tools that you have to deal with change. Um, so today we have a guest speaker with us that we will be introducing you guys to that will be helping us navigate through change. Tanil, can you give me a little, more, a little bit more information on that? Yeah, so today we have a special guest, uh, Sharon Frazier, who she goes by Bay Ther- excuse me, Bay Therapist on Instagram. So make sure you check her out. Um, she is an Oakland native and a licensed marriage and family therapist. Uh, for the past eight years, she has worked in community mental health, serving those diagnosed with severe mental health challenges. So Sharon also owns a part-time practice, and many conversations are around adulting. <laughs> We got this going on, um, and how to manage life, career, relationships, etc. The therapeutic approach guides clients to change self-defeating language and learn how to tap into their strengths. So, Sharon, Hello. welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. Thank you. Uh, tell us. A, Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Tell us um, a more about yourself. Who you are? How did you get into this field? Um, why did you get into this field? Yeah. Um, so as the bio said, I am from Oakland and, uh, you know, I'm from like Oakland before it changed. Right. So I think, you know, growing up really seeing certain demographics who I just feel like couldn't get out, just, it was hard for certain people. And so for me personally, um, I know how my life was changed when I had people to take an interest in me. Right. So I had like my parents that were there, I got into programs. And I know that that changed the like trajectory of my life. And so my motivation to get into the field was like, can I provide people opportunities, right? Can I be a part of a part of that? Because honestly, that's all it is, is one person taking an interest in you, your strengths and whatever that is. So yeah, how I got into the field was gratitude. Gratitude for all the opportunities that I had had growing up and the people who took an interest in me. Um, and just wanted to pay that for work. That's what's up. I like that. I was just going to say that kind of ties into um, how you think that is impacting the culture um, with, you know, change from like how Oakland used to be and how it is today. So mm-hmm. that's um, really interesting that you just said, like, it kind of started from you being um, grateful and like having that gratitude. So I like that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, it was important because, again, just, you know, again, kind of growing up, I learned, I didn't feel like I was any smarter or better else. You know, when you're a kid, it all, you all seem like it's the same. Y'all just growing up together, playing together. Like, you don't really notice the difference between you and your neighbor or the people you go to school with, right? So it's not until I got older when we all kind of went 
different places after high school. Right. And you kind of learn certain paths that people went down. You're like, dang, I didn't even know that person had parents who was maybe not around or whatever that was, right? So for me, it was like, dang, I think I did okay because I had my parents. I think I did okay because I did that program. And you don't even realize it. You don't even realize how these things are impacting your life when you're doing it. You just know that you got in the program and you just, you just don't even know that that's like changing the trajectory of your life. So again, I mean, I can go on and on, but yeah, how I got into the field as an older person, it's a difference. And I, and I know that, you know, so I just try to pay that forward. I love that. That's good. Yes, that's amazing. Because some people don't feel like that, you know, where they feel like, you know, I made it to this program. And now, like you said, I can pay it, pay it forward. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So just digging into change. Um, and we kind of touched a little bit on it with um, not necessarily gentrification, but the changes that we see in Oakland and around our neighborhoods. Um, we know that there are tons of different types of changes. Um, so we're not going to just focus on any specific one, but the change that I kind of want to dig into is the type of change that will um, mess with and kind of tweak your biggest needs, which are food, water, and shelter. Um, right. Have you seen anything in the field? You know, are there different things that we should be looking out for? Um, and what is your kind of take on that and kind of how to deal with it? Yeah. That is the biggest one, and I would say probably the hardest answer, right? Just because some of that is out of our control, especially right now, right? So for those business owners who have a business and it's just not working right now. So that is a very, very hard one. But I would say, one, I think talking about the Bay Area, the culture, right? Right now, I feel like we are in this hustle culture. We work, we work, we probably got our main job, our side job. Or maybe we drop and lift on the side. Maybe we wait in tables on the on a weekend or whatever it is. So we have like this very hustle, keep going kind of culture. And so currently right now, people, not everybody hustling right now because we can't, right? Because right. we're working right now and whatever it is. So one, I'll say one part to cope with that is like, you just knowing that you are not the only one. Because I think prior to Corona and all that, maybe there could have been some embarrassment if like you can't own your own home or you can't afford your rent or there can be like an, an embarrassment factor to it. Right, right now, you can't be embarrassed. I mean, that's how I feel because it is, you, you it's just, like you, everybody on the same boat. Yeah. 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 So that's kind of how I feel about it. So just one, just knowing like you're not the only one. Right. And then two, it's hard, but that pride factor of like, maybe you got to get that unemployment check. Maybe you got to get that thing from that government. Maybe you got to ask family for help and, and get that money, right? So currently right now is being okay to ask for help and try not to be embarrassed because you not, if someone out there is listening to this and going through that, you are not the only one. And just, just accepting that for right now. So again, it's like, the, it's probably the hardest answer because that's, it's something you can't control, but just trying to be, just not embarrassed by it and we we all in the struggle right Right. yeah Yeah. so this kind of a little off topic but Mm -hmm. still you know on the same talk track are you guys watching containment or have you watched it 
Mm-mm, I haven't seen it. So the question that we were just talking about around like food, shelter, and water right now, what happens, not to give it all away, but I'm like on episode three, and that's the point that they're in right now. Like the disease is out, they're on quarantine, and food, there's a shortage in food. And so right. there's basically like these um, gangsters or thugs that come in and the police are passing out food and to not um, have like a riot, the gangsters steal the food from the police officers. And so now it's this whole thing gotcha. because they're like, um, you know, they don't want to retaliate or the police don't want to really fight back because they're like, at this point, there's a shortage in food. So at least they have food on the other side because they split the, basically like they split the um, city up. So on one side, um, you know, it's more like the wealthier people and they have everything they need. But the poor side is where the gangsters came in and they're making the poor people pay for the food. So that was just... Mm. So I got to get back on it, but it's kind of, you guys should watch it. It's good. Um, mm. It ties into a lot about what's happening right now. So, and that was out in 2012, I believe. So, yeah. No, I mean, during, yeah, no, I mean, people get desperate, right? When you film like supply going out. <laughs> yeah, no, it, 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 that bring out, you know, people start getting desperate. Right. Yeah, so. don't know what they'll do or what we'll do right and i hope that it doesn't get to that point with us like i'm like come on quarantine let's get it done and get out and for yeah. those that didn't that are gonna view this a little later just to set the tone we are in week three week three or week four of quarantine or shelter in place where yeah. we're trying mm-hmm. to handle on covid19 um and in history, you can go ahead and look at the symptoms and, and Google that. But essentially, we're just trying to um, lessen the amount of people that are coming in contact with this disease or with this virus that we don't have a cure for. Um, so it's, it's a crazy time, especially for our generation, because we live through so much um, and, and that so many different changes like 9-11. We had the Ebola virus. We had... What else did we have? Swine flu. But we never been locked down. Like I was gonna say that. Like that's the different part, right? I'm yeah. Like scared. Mm-hmm. No, yesterday uh, I went to the grocery store and I was just like, I'm trying to make sure I'm stack stacking up on everything, but it was so many people in there that I'm like trying not to panic, but I'm like, can you give me six feet? <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Like to abide by that. Mm-hmm. I had to go to Walmart and they were not abiding by the six feet. And now they're saying that if you know someone breathes on you, you can get it now. They just don't know. So it's yeah. it's crazy time. So we're all kind of dealing with um change and the things that happen after change. Um, are there any do you guys know of any like techniques or anything we can do? Because for instance, for me, Sometimes I'll get really anxious. I'll get anxiety, just the fear of the unknown. Um, sometimes it makes me not want to do my daily tasks or um, things like that. Um, are there any kind of techniques that we could be utilizing to kind of get ahead of change? Because like I mentioned, it's inevitable. So like it has to happen. Right, right. Um, I like that you said that. You, you said get ahead of change. I That is key because it's better to be proactive than reactive right so um, when we feel like we're ahead of a problem so 
things we can control, things we can't control. So we cannot control the current virus and, and what's going on with that. So boom, put that in its own category, can't control it, right? So then the part is, then what can I control? So Angelisa, if you're saying like, yeah, sometimes I get anxious, if you know that about yourself, and I don't know if you want to answer, but like what, I think you just mentioned, but like what helps you when you do get anxious? Um, like, but you know, like when, but how do you, how do you, when you feel like you do normal anxiety well, what have you done? Um, usually I'll just either talk to somebody. So like these two that you're seeing, they're good sounding boards and I'll just be like, it's fine. Um, sometimes and making a list of like what's realistic and what I'm creating in my mind. Um, right. A lot of it is just all mental and I'm just like, oh my God, the world is going to end. Life is over. And it's not true. But you're telling yourself these lies over and over again. And that's why sometimes I'll voice it because what goes on in my head, once I say it out loud, it gives it no value because it sounds crazy out loud. So those are my biggest things. I'll I'll soundboard it on someone that I trust or I'll write about it. Yes. And so one, I'll put you on the spot. So thank you, right, Mm -hmm. uh, for, for sharing that. Um, but that's the thing. So no matter what we're talking about, whether it's um, a virus scare or a life, wh- whatever life change it is, I'm going to argue that you've probably handled it the same every time, right? So like whether you got a new job and you're anxious about that, or whether you were going through a, a loss or a breakup or whatever, whatever it is you're going through, right? You probably handled your anxiety probably the same. You called your sounding board, you wrote it down, you wrote down what's true, what's not true. Um, so the technique would be, what have you done in the past? What worked in the past? And then keep doing that thing that you have known to work up until this point. So that is actually my answer on how to like, to deal with change because you've been doing it your whole life, especially how we were, we're adults at this point. We've been doing change our entire lives. We are experts in ways that we probably don't give ourselves credit for because we've been doing it that's true second nature yeah yeah you've been Mm -hmm. doing it this whole time right and really didn't even know so that's that's a good point you've been doing this for a long time you've been doing this for a long i promise you've been doing this for a long time (laughs) um so i like what angelisa said right so like um in, in my sessions i'll have people write it down like just a regular journal diary whatever it is when you reread it, you'll see like negative thoughts that you have that aren't true. Because like, you know, that wasn't even true. I was tripping on that one, right? Um, and then we all have moments of optimism. Highlight those when you see those moments where you're like, it's gonna be okay. I've been through hard things before. Highlight those. So it's actually nice to write it down and you can kind of identify what's not true, what's true and all that stuff. So yeah, we've been coping forever. It's so funny that you said that. <laughs> so this is my quarantine journal. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I really wanted my kids to do it. Um, they haven't been doing it as often as I like them to, but I've been doing it every day, even if mm-hmm. I just write for like 10 minutes, because um, there's been some days where I'm just like, I'm over it. I'm stressed. I was telling Tanil the other day, um, 
I think she just she, you were actually just calling me for something random but like I was just like I'm really irritated oh. right now I was like I'm just having I'm emotional everybody getting on my nerves like, yeah. I was like so let me just get my little journal and yeah, write about exactly. it because I was like I don't want to react the wrong way you know to a person mm-hmm. and they're like what's wrong with you and it doesn't have anything to do with them so I was like you know what I'm gonna just get my little journal and I'm gonna write about it so <laughs> thank you I love it yeah I love you it write, like anything in there or in is journal? it yeah oh yes girl I've been writing almost every day yeah just however you feel if you don't so basically yep I try to do it in the morning um just so I, or either in the morning or at night, just so I can mm. kind of like flush all my feelings um, from that day. But it's really been good. I haven't did the second part, which you just said, which go back and like highlight um, different things that stood out. Um, so that's what I will do. That will be like my little um, like task or uh, to do for yeah. me just to go back. I, I'm guessing you are going to laugh about certain parts. I'm telling right. you, going to be like, you know what, Andy? It wasn't even that. Right. Serious. Like you, like you okay? Right. It's actually, it, right. it is actually really funny when you go back and you're like, mm, I don't I know if that was. Yes. Yeah. I was. I was. But it's good though because in the future, when you have those same thoughts again, like negative thoughts or whatever, you'll catch it quicker. So when you have that moment, you'll be like. I've been here before. Right. I'm going to look back. Yeah. Actually, I, so thinking about today, I wanted to show you all something too. I actually haven't used it yet. Mm-hmm. I heard good things about it. It's like, it's called the five minute journal. Oh, nice. But it has like, you can get on Amazon. That basically is five minutes. So you do something like, it's just, a, and it's basically like a gratitude. So it has like two parts. So it's like, you see where it's like light and day. So you basically do like a five minute journal. Mm-hmm. In the morning and then at night. Oh, nice. And so they ask questions. Okay. Like, you know, in the morning, you start your morning like, I'm grateful for what would make the day great. Mm-hmm. And then daily affirmations, mm. I am. So you say, I am smart, I am determined, or whatever it is. And then at night, it asks amazing things that happened today and how could I have made today even better? Perfect. I like that. And so then in That's each so page, it has like a quote like a little motivation quote i like that <laughs> you know, out there too so I'm, I'm gonna try to start using it but it's the, the five minute the five minute journal mm-hmm. the five minute journal apparently apparently um apparently this is a thing there's like knockoff one so you gotta get the real one apparently okay is it it's i just googled it <laughs> okay. i sent y'all the link i think this is i've seen that <laughs> I just thought I'm yeah. Yeah. So this is some knockoff it ones, but you gotta get the real. You gotta get the real five minute journal. Don't get the knockoff. Right. Apparently, it's a thing. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing, but apparently, you gotta get the real one, not the not the fake one. Yeah, five minute journal. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tenille. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, with all that being said, we want to talk about um, awareness and signs of mental health during this time um, with friends and family. What do some of those signs look yeah. like? 
Um, yeah. Um, so I think because we're inside. Yeah. So. I mean, I guess like I said, there's been days I feel depressed or anxious, you know, just because again, it is a hard time right now. Um, so the thing about if we had to do it in a category, so again, the, the anxiety piece of it, right, is it's fear of the unknown. Um, it's obsessing. It's, you know, if you, if you're hearing somebody who's venting a lot, right, that can be a sign that they feel like mm. things are not in control, right? So let's say you have a friend or somebody who's calling you all the time about this. Maybe they really do need some like extra attention. Um, so I would say just in far as coping, what are ways that you can stay in the moment? And that's like super hard. People will be like, Cheryl, what does in the moment mean? I don't even know what that means, right? It's whatever you're doing, super focusing. So like, let's say you're washing the dishes, right? It can be, how does the water fill in my hands? How does the soap smell right now? How am I, like you can really like super focus on all the details about like what you're doing. So when it comes to like anxiety, that's kind of how you deal with that. Like um, when you listen to music, it's, you know, what is what what is the beat doing right now? Do I hear drums? Do I hear trumpets? What's is there a piano in the background? You know, is the voice high pitch, low? I mean, you can really like super super analyze it. So again, some of the warning signs for anxiety is this. I don't know how to describe it, but it's really just like this out of control feeling and obsessing about something that you have no control over. So that is really mm -hmm. like the warning signs of that. And then how do you, again, gain control for the things that you can actually control and trying to help people navigate that. Um, mm -hmm. Depression, I mean, I think we've all kind of seen depress depression or has felt depressed at some point, right? But that feeling hopeless, feeling like there's no point of the future, mm -hmm. really low energy, you don't want to get up, you don't want to do mm -hmm. anything. Um, so depression, I do find it to be particularly hard because when you're depressed, you don't actually want to do anything. So then you actually have to force yourself to do something. And that is really hard. So you actually have to do exactly opposite of how you feel, which is really hard. So you have to actually open up your blinds. You have to look outside. You have to make yourself get up. You have to shower. You have to eat. You have to do all these things you don't want to do. So right. for the depressed person, if you know someone in your life that is depressed, you, you actually have to try to force that person to do the things that they do not want to do, um, which is a different beat, you know, to try to help somebody do that. But that is how you do it. You try to just make that person eat or encourage them mm -hmm. to eat, open up the blinds, watch a comedy, don't listen to sad music, Stop, don't watch the news, right? Just do the opposite. So. Yeah, that's how I would answer for that, though, with depression and anxiety. Just, you, you actually have to do the opposite of how you feel and what you want to do. Okay. Oh, I'm getting so emotional. Continue to push through. Like, you all right over there? Girl, like, oh, but um, yes, I'm okay. But I was just like, it, like everything you were just saying really <laughs> hit home because um, I've been depressed and like, whew, girl, Um dang I was just like just thinking about that like I've really been in like a state of depression and like how you said like the other day when I was telling Tanil like I was just like I'm so emotional today like it's mm -hmm. just it was just a hard day 
Mm -hmm. And just how you said, like, you have to, um, you know, like push through and just open up your blinds. Like I've been opening up my doors, turning my music on because coming out of that state and like, um, one of my, um, like a friend of a friend, he's been depressed, um, because he's Mm -hmm. been losing like people kind of back to back in his life. And, um, you know, I was telling her that, you know, we've been in that state. So you have to make sure that, you know, you're checking in and it's hard when you see yeah. you care about that's going through that. So yeah, you was talking, I was like, girl, I was like, yeah, right. I get it. Just said like on being in the moment. And like you said, if, even if you washing the dishes, just think about like the smell of the soap or like the water, like, you know, just running through your hands because just focus on focusing on that moment will help you think like, I will get through this moment. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Girl, they gonna be like, no, I get it. No, I get it. No, because we have like, um, and I always drive this home, right? We have basic needs. So that's food, sleep, water so when we think of like self-care we're always like (laughs) i'm gonna hike every day i'm gonna go to the gym every day i'm gonna which that is all part of self-care right self-care is really like doing these very basic needs right doing chores paying your bills like very very basic things and so um so for me personally I've been kind of, you know, I've been going through it, right? Because again, it was a loss of mine and then to, you know, shelter in place. So for me personally, when I get sad, eating is the first thing that goes. Like I just do not eat. And so after like two days of that, I was like, Sharon, you ain't gonna maintain that. You can't, like you, you, you have to eat, you have to drink water. You, you, you actually have to force yourself to do those things. You have to, because it is, it is our basic needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And everybody want to get to the mountaintop, but not do the basics. You cannot, <laughs> right. into this, cannot be your best self if you're not eating, sleeping, drinking water. Like you can't, you can't do it. So yeah, I can go on and on about that one. But yeah, it's, it's important. It is important. Um, I'm glad, I'm glad that that touched you. Yes, I'm like, ooh, girl, I feel all good inside (laughs) because it's also like a really good feeling too to know that you know it's not just you going through it alone and like you said earlier um how you can pay um it forward or pay it forward and um help somebody else that's going through that and like utilize um or share your experience like hey you are definitely not by yourself like I've been mm-hmm. there and these are some things that helped me along the way so that um, being in the moment I will definitely be using that yes I like that and to be able mm-hmm. I like how you um you know shared an example so that way I can share you know like focusing on these type of things will help yeah yeah you can do it with food what's the texture of this food what you know is it sweet is it sour is it you can do that with anything Right. You just focus mm-hmm. on experiences and yeah, you can do that literally with with anything that you're doing. Right. Walking outside, what do I see? Do I smell flowers? Do I see trees? Am I, you know, what do I hear? You know, it's just all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's so big because especially with like change, it's so easy to get caught up in complaining or like with mm-hmm. me that we get sucked into. And it's like 
it's so mm-hmm. hard to shake yourself out of it because I know I hear a lot of people saying, well, someone's worse off than you or someone didn't wake up today. It's different when you're in it. Like you don't really hear that when you're in it. But I think being in the moment is really big because, you know, everybody can't do those things. You're able to be in the moment and see and smell and hear and somebody can't do that. So I try to be mindful of that when I'm starting to go down my woe is me path. And that is very mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't stand how you were just like, oh, mm-hmm. our woe is me path. <laughs> <laughs> right, but seriously. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's your because it's it's real for us. Like we all have a all of us got a story. I don't care who right. you are. Right? Mm-hmm. We can say some of are worse than others, but we all got all of us have had of a woe is me path at some point, right? Like there's you know we've had that, and again, it's when we're talking about like change. The thing that keeps me going is like we've done this before. We've done this before. We've we've I don't know. We have. I think we have parents here, right? I'm sure when you're about to have this baby, you're like, what is this? This is the unknown, whether we got married. I mean, we do a lot of unknown things all right. the time, right? We, we do this all the time and all of us are alive in here. We have not died from it. We are here, right? We ain't died. We are still here, right? So that's what I tell myself all the time. Like, Sharon, you ain't died. You, you still... <laughs> you sit here, right? right? Like so, a hangover, where the guy was like, "But did you die?" <laughs> right. But did you die? We're here. We still here, right? You know? So we we've been doing this unknown thing forever. We've been doing this unknown thing for a very long time. And the thing is, after this this scare that we're in right now, currently. And next year we'll have a personal life thing and we're going to be like unknown and I am really scared about something. And this is, this is what it is. So again, just trying to accept that changes all the time, all the time. Right. right? Because even good, I think we, you all talked about it earlier, but even, you know, change that is good can still be stressful. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. there's always some sort of stress attached to, to change. It's stretching you. It's making you think it's growing you. It's, I don't know about y'all, but when I've changed before, I, I remember being tired. Right. Like, I am, this change is making me tired, right? Because it's mentally, mm-hmm. you know, what it's taking out of me. Right. You know? And I'm crying, whether I'm really sad or happy, I'm like, ugh, <laughs> so irritated. I'm like, I'm tired of crying, but I'm like, I'm really good. Everybody's like, yo, yeah. you're confident. I'm just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. right, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. But I heard somebody say to, to lean into that it's okay to lean into the uncertainty. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, stress is good. I think, you know, kind of bad emotions, and I'm putting it in quotes here, like bad, quote unquote bad emotions get a bad rap. Mm-hmm. But those are our best teachers, right? Like stress is a huge, I didn't mm-hmm. actually say it, but like that's a huge motivator. Stress makes you think about, okay. I got to do something. Stress, like, I feel like stress yeah. is, like, knocking at your head. Like, mm-hmm. you got to do something. Something needs to change, yeah. right? Um, bad emotions, when you feel bad about something, like, what is making me bad? Right. I need to change something, right? I think about, um, I always, in my sessions, I give an example. A kid puts their hand on a hot stove. How do they know to take their hand off that stove? It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> 
they take their hand off the stove, right? If they didn't have that pain, what's the worst that can happen? So now they put their hand on the hot stove, they don't feel no pain, hand come off, it hurts, it's, you have like these severe burns or whatever it is, right? So pain in that moment is what helped that kid. That's what saved that kid's life in that way, right? Pain mm-hmm. saves us. Pain is our mm-hmm. best protector, our best teacher, right? And so we often run away from pain because we don't like it. it does, we don't like feeling that. The pain is, is what has saved you your whole life because that's, you I'm like that's right? a word that's a word <laughs> <laughs> that's you know it. yeah so again we've, we've been doing this for a long time mm-hmm. so yeah so lean um as Tanil was saying like lean into the uncertainty lean into pain lean into happiness mm-hmm. lean into all of those emotions and talk to it I talk to my emotions like Sorry, what you trying to tell me what you what you want me to know because Honestly, I ain't listening enough, right? It's it's the same thing, you know? Yeah, so we're going to get through it. I promise. I promise. We, and like I said, two months from now, we'll be crying and stressed about something else, and we'll we'll get through that too. And we'll be happy. And, you know, it's just, it's all, it's all fleeting, all of it, you know? Mm hmm. Thank you so much for having, um, you know, like joining us today. That was definitely um, a good session on like a therapeutic session for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, and let me say, I want to say thank you. I, um, you know, I I started my faith therapist a year ago and so I'm I'm getting started. So I appreciate y'all, you know, asking me to do this. And it is, the internet is an amazing place who you meet, how you connect with people. Right. Um, Yeah. So I am thankful because I, would probably not have met y'all had I not been doing this, had you all not put yourselves out there to start right. your podcast, right? So the internet is an amazing place. And, um, Indeed. And I'm happy that we, you know, connected. I like it. And I'm proud of what y'all are, are doing. Right. Well, thank you. We are proud of you. Right. Representing. Yes. For yeah, us. for sure. A mm-hmm. actual real person that's actually mm-hmm. in the streets, in the community, volunteering helping just being a part of the community we appreciate you we're we didn't tell you in the beginning but you're a part of our women's empowerment series so yes. thank you um so yeah, thank you thank you yes thank you. well thank y'all and we'll have to do a, a virtual happy hour or you know water <laughs> juicing you know so yeah, no, this is a time. This is a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, sounds good. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. You guys. Well, have thank a you. See y'all next time. Bye. All right. Bye.